You're listening to Rama for Today. When a man is born again, his spirit is, is, is become a new, new spirit. You know, God uh, prophesied or gave a word of prophecy. Both Ezekiel and Jeremiah prophesied that the time would come when God said, I'll take out of you the old stony heart, put a new heart in you, a new spirit in you, and then I'll put my spirit in you. And so under this new covenant, the new birth becomes available. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, old thing, everything that was old, the old nature in this spirit, in his heart's taken away. All things have become new. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on how to train the human spirit. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I remember a Baptist minister down in the state of Texas who didn't even particularly believe in divine healing, but this man, according to his own testimony, as I said, I, I know the fellow, he said that he had had problems with his throat, bad tonsils, and so on. The doctor, who was also a member of his church, the Baptist church, kept telling him that he was going to have to have his tonsils taken out. So he set a date to have them taken out. Well, every morning the family would read the Bible and pray. They had children that was of school age, and they'd read the Bible and pray with them before they went to school. One morning when they were reading their scriptural lesson, it was the that very day, in fact, later on, he was supposed to go to have this uh, operation. But anyway, it was apt to be in the chapter they were reading, and so they read about King Asa, where it said he was diseased in his feet, and instead of seeking the Lord, he sought unto physicians, and he died. Now, this Baptist minister said that this struck him, and he realized that he hadn't even prayed about his tonsils, not even prayed about it. So he told his children, his wife, then, that they should pray about his tonsils and pray about this bad throat. When he prayed, he said the Lord told him not to have him removed. And to his astonishment, the Lord healed his tonsils, healed his throat, and he never had had any trouble since then. Now there's a lesson to be learned here. The verse doesn't say that the king died because he put the physicians first but it implies that he ought to put the Lord first. We should train ourselves to ask ourselves what God says about these things. Or in other words, we should train ourselves to ask ourselves what God has to say about anything that may come up in our life and put that word first then. Sometimes families and friends will try to rush you into things, but you need to think about what the word of God says. We need to put God's word first in every area of life. Now then, let's come to the fourth point. You know, we gave you four, four rules to uh, train, to educate, to develop the human spirit. Number one, med by meditation in the word. Number two, by practicing the word. Number three, by giving the word first place. Now then, let's come to number four. By instantly obeying the voice of our spirit. Now, the human spirit has a voice. We call that voice conscience. Sometimes we call it intuition. 
We call it an inner voice or guidance. Now, the world calls it a hunch. I don't like to use that term, but actually it's in, in use in the world. The world calls it a hunch. But really, it's your spirit talking to you. Every man's spirit has a voice, whether he be saved or unsaved. But the new birth, we need to realize, friends, is the rebirth of the human spirit. And so a man that's born again has become a new man in Christ Jesus. You remember 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, the 17th verse says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now then, notice this is 2 Corinthians 5, 7 now. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Now you see, the man he's talking about here is not the body or the outward man. Remember in 2 Corinthians 4, 16, Paul says, For though our, the outward man perish, or our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So you see, there's an outward man and there's an inward man. Now, Peter made a statement. In 1 Peter, the third chapter and the fourth verse, he said, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. Now, notice the expression, man of the heart. And then notice the expression, hidden man. Put them together, hidden man of the heart. Now, Peter's uh, expression here, hidden man of the heart, Paul's expression there in 2 Corinthians 4.16, inward man, gives us God's definition of the human spirit. Now, this human spirit is an, a spiritual man or a spirit man, an inward man, a hidden man. That is, he's hidden to the physical senses. You can't see him with your physical eyes or feed him with the physical hands. And this is the man that's become a new man, a new creature in Christ at the new birth. And old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now then, as you give your spirit the privilege of meditating upon the word, then this is where your spirit gets its information. You need to learn to obey your spirit. You see, let me say it again. When a man is born again, his spirit is, is, is become a new, new spirit. You know, God uh, prophesied or gave a word of prophecy. Both Ezekiel and Jeremiah prophesied. There's a time would come when God said, I'll take out of you the old stony heart, put a new heart in you, a new spirit in you, and then I'll put my spirit in you. And so under this new covenant, the new birth becomes available. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things, everything that was old, the old nature in this spirit, in his heart's taken away. All things have become new. Then you see as this newborn spirit as you, you give your spirit the privilege of meditating upon the word, your spirit will become strong. And that inward voice, which is your conscience speaking to you, your spirit educated in the spirit will become, you see, a true guide. For the spirit, Proverbs twenty twenty seven. the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Your spirit has the life and the nature of God in it. The Holy Spirit dwells within your spirit. You see, uh, 
Greater is he, 1 John 4, 4 said, that is in you than he that is in the world. And the Holy Spirit's not dwelling in your head. The Holy Spirit is dwelling in your spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. Now, the devil doesn't dwell within you. He's on the outside. He can't be giving you the information because he's not in you. He's on the outside of you. God has to communicate with you through your spirit because that's where he is. He isn't in your head. Your spirit gets its information through him. Learn to obey your spirit. Now, some people say that the conscience isn't a safe guide, but that statement isn't always true. It needs to be qualified because the conscience is a safe guide in the believer. Your conscience is the voice of your spirit, or the voice of your spirit can become the voice of God, God speaking to you. The spirit of man, this text says in Proverbs 20, 27, is the candle of the Lord. God will use your spirit to guide you. He will use your spirit to enlighten you. As your spirit has the privilege of meditating and feeding upon the word of God, then can't you see that it becomes more and more a safe guide? It is trained in the word. Paul said that he always obeyed his conscience. The Holy Spirit, with some of us who have certain ministries, does not speak to us a, a little differently, but mostly in the lives of believers. The inward voice is the voice of your spirit. Now, here's what I'm saying to you. Sometimes people say, well, you're a minister, you see. So the Holy Spirit would speak to you differently than he would me. No. He deals with us in ministry and enables us to minister differently, but in speaking to us individually, as an individual, in our own individual lives, he deals with us just like he does in the life of believers. He speaks to us with this inward voice, our inward witness, our inward tuition, which is the voice of our own spirit speaking, not just the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, I hear what the Holy Spirit says often, but I never hear him for my own benefit. Usually when he speaks, it's to direct me to help someone else. For my own guidance, I have to follow my inward voice, the inward voice. The Holy Spirit very often speaks to me about others. But for my own personal guidance, I have to follow that inward voice, which is the voice of my spirit speaking to me just like you do. A prophet's ministry isn't given for the benefit of the prophet. The minister of a prophet is given for the benefit of others. I know God deals, has dealt with me and led me into the prophet's ministry. And uh, a lot of times people think, well, the prophet knows, you know. He knows everything, but he doesn't. He only knows what the Spirit of God enables him to know. I have to know through my own inward voice about myself. We miss it, friends, but not always looking to the spiritual. Many times we put a fleece out and tell God, you do this, and if you want me to do that, uh, why you do something else. What you want God to do is to come over into the sense realm. Gideon put a fleece out, I know that. But you remember this, that Gideon didn't have the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit only came upon certain ones back there then to minister. And he, he was what we'd call the, a, a lay member. And he didn't have the Holy Ghost. God had to deal with Gideon through the senses because he didn't have the Holy Spirit. God might do that today. But if he has to do it, it's because we're so spiritually dull. Under the New Testament, Jesus said another comforter would come. Gideon didn't know the Holy Spirit. You know the Holy Spirit. 
God deals with man through his spirit and by the Holy Spirit. He sent the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. And Jesus said that he would guide us in all truth. Now, Satan is the God of the sense realm, not God. And so many times what people are trying to do is to get God to move in this, this physical realm or this sense realm. But you know, nowhere in the New Testament does it say, as many as are led by fleeces, they are the sons of God. No. But you'll find that the Bible does say in Romans, the 8th chapter, the 14th verse, that but as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Remember that God is going to lead you and to guide you through your own spirit. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expound on this week's subject. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package starts out with the one CD from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled How to Train the Human Spirit. Also in this offer is Ken Hagan's book, It's Your Move. These two resources are for the discounted price of $10. That's $9.95 in savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. If you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. For you in the Oklahoma City area, don't forget... Northwest Expressway. 8921 Northwest Expressway. Bible Church, Oklahoma City. Come on out and be with us on Sunday. Enjoy the weekend and come and enjoy yes. Sunday night, Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 p.m. That's right. Remember to join us next week when we'll start a new message from the Rama Archives with Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> 